0: an insight into why we might have a housing problem comes to us from an email from kirsty who's written to me morning to you i just thought i'd share some of my recent experiences as a landlord i'm constantly getting applications from single non-working parents with one child Uh, the government is paying for in my case one times three bedroom house with one adult one child one times four bedroom house with two adults and one child i'm about to rent another adult and one child uh, with a three bedroom house so prior to Labour, a mum and a child would have to find another mum and a child to share the house like that with Wins because they would limit the rent they paid based on the number of children. Imagine how many families we could be housing if our rentals, if the government on our rentals, and, if, and, and she says she would, if the government wasn't so happy to pay for the entire house for a single adult and child, would we have a housing crisis at all? It's worth thinking about it, isn't it? And if you're in that situation, let me know. 22 minutes away from 8 good morning, uh, we'll do the week with Kate Hawksby, Tim Wilson after 8. Murray Olds still to come before 9 o'clock and we leave you for the weekend. Uh, well, we've got a little bit of action here. This could be a good idea and it comes from Stuart Nash. A bit of action uh, to try and get our small and medium businesses paid on time. So Stuart Nash, small business minister, is looking to bring in legislation that would require large businesses who make more than $33 bucks a year and all government departments as well, publicly disclose how long they take to pay their invoices. Now the boss of the Canterbury Employers Chamber of Commerce, Leanne Watson, is with us on this. Leanne, morning to you. Morena, Mike. As an idea, do you like it?
1: I do. Um, we know that cash flow and access to capital is always a challenge for small business, and waiting for invoices to be paid can be a, you know, a real challenge for those small businesses. But we do also need to recognise that this is another layer of compliance oh. and, and complexity for big business, and there's been plenty of that
0: over the last few years. That is true. So we've got a conundrum there. Why do big businesses treat small businesses so poorly?
1: I think we need to actually, um, first of all, ask that question whether or not this is all businesses or whether it's a very small number of businesses. And we don't actually know. uh, I certainly haven't seen any statistics around that. I know that uh, the government has had a focus on this, including their own uh, public sector. You know, ensuring that they pay their invoices as well because that uh, in the past has certainly been an issue mm. uh, and I know they set a target a while back to getting 95% of their invoices paid within 10 days. I don't know why that's not 100% um, from the public sector but um, you know, this is something that we certainly need to address for small businesses uh, because it does have an impact. So you know, we, we're by and large supportive of this but we do need to recognise that extra layer of
0: compliance. So what would your sense be if I rounded up 100 business people and I said tell me the issues and difficulties you have at the moment where would I... Do- get paid soon enough come into that
1: yeah it's a really good point so right now uh, I don't think this is a big issue uh, that is on the minds of businesses uh, you know certainly whilst it might help the big issues a uh, real concern is access to significant capital for small business, Mm -hmm. and right across all businesses, of course, is labour market shortages, which are the primary problem that all businesses are facing right now. And if we wanted to do something significant that would really make an impact and help businesses, it's addressing that very issue.
0: Grant Robertson was on the programme earlier on. He seemed optimistic about the labour supply, wouldn't give us a date. But do you see the flow of labour coming into the country?
1: Absolutely not. No, we're hearing from every business and every sector right across New Zealand that this is a huge issue. It's causing businesses to, you know, not be able to meet their manu- manufacturing production runs. You know, we've got small businesses that can't open the doors. Uh, the op- operating on reduced hours. And coming off the back of, you know, two years of real challenge in COVID, this is the number one issue for every single business that we're dealing with right now. And it simply must be addressed. We've We've got a situation where we've, got the opportunity to reboot our economy and we've got businesses being hamstrung because they simply don't have enough people. And immigration is, you know, one of the solutions to that. There are certainly other solutions, such as freeing up Uh, you know, capital for businesses to help invest in new technology, automation, those sorts of things. But small businesses, again, need access to capital to do that. And at the moment, they certainly don't have it. So Hmm. there's a number of things to to work through, even even on our education system. But immigration is certainly the big leader that the government need to address to make this problem go away. So what's what's your vibe
0: on the economy? So 1.7 yesterday took most people by surprise. It looks like it's got some life. Do you see that? Can you explain it? Is it part of the overall picture? What's your feel?
1: I look, at, it does depend a little bit on, on you know which uh, regional economy you're talking about. Certainly in Canterbury, our economy is doing pretty well. Uh, you know, business sentiment is um, is certainly getting better. You know, the announcement obviously earlier in the week um, was a huge boost in terms of giving that signal that we are going back to an environment where we don't have those restrictions. But it's still pretty tough out there, and we've got the, the hangover from the last couple of years where you know, businesses, and again, particularly small businesses, uh, they're running on empty. Um, you know, they're, um, they're running on empty both uh, mentally, physically, and financially. So it's still pretty tough. And, and that's why we need to make sure that we're giving them every opportunity uh, to get back out there and trade as you know, efficiently as mm-hmm. they can. And when they certainly haven't got enough people, that that's making it really challenging.
0: Well said. You have a great weekend. Appreciate it as always. Leanne Watson, who's the boss of the Canterbury Employers Chamber of Commerce,